0: MCW Faithful. You already know what time it is every Tuesday night at 8. Time for another exciting and insightful edition of the MCW Cast. I'm Legacy, MCW announcer Larry Legend.
1: I'm MCW promoter Dan McDevitt.
2: And I'm Tara. Welcome to the cast. And of course, we have a guest with us today. I'm Megan Bain. Thank you so much for having me, you guys.
0: And just to get things kicked off the right way, MCW Faithful, everyone here at the table... Happy New Year. 2022 is upon us. Yeah, and
1: we're one episode away from being a year into this thing.
0: I never thought we'd see it. Yeah.
2: You know, but here we are. Uh... Yeah. Thank you all who have been following along on this journey and liking and sharing our stuff on Facebook and YouTube and also, of course, for our followers who are listening on the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, and CastBox. And last but not least, thank you to everybody who's bought us a cup of coffee over the last 51 weeks. We really do appreciate that.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: And thanks to everybody that was at the MCW Arena this last week for last call last thursday night that's
0: right an emotional night
1: yeah good show um 8 years 9 years you know onward and upward to the next place and and no we still don't have cuz i keep <laughs> getting blown up yeah. on my like, twitter and facebook people from, want like to know. fans i know like and they think i'm joking like no we just we have the convention and the hollywood that mm-hmm. weekend in mm-hmm. february and then february 19th we're going back to that theater um mm-hmm. I and, love that theater. you know so we're no, talking to a cool. couple yeah. uh, yeah. call, that's where you to, debuted yeah that's yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah so um and you're booked that weekend somewhere else we so already went over excited. that february 19th. <laughs> but, well, february 19th but well february 19th you were booked already weren't you didn't we yeah. talk about that the other day so so you won't be with us she won't be with us on the oh, 19th okay, so don't excited. but if that if it <laughs> loosens up, if that date opens up for you between now and then let me know <laughs> But you know yeah we're talking to a couple different buildings um in the we're going to stay in that East Baltimore County, Harford County area. We just haven't committed to anyone yet. You know, we're just trying to find the right place because we want to be parking. long term parking. You know what I mean?
0: There, yeah. there are there many different air factors. Conditioning. Air, yeah. heat. Heat air, and air
1: conditioning. Air air heat. Yeah. air conditioning would be important. What's, what's, what's the one important. thing that the MCW Arena lacked? It was a little tough on the shows H-vac. in July. <laughs> Um,
2: Working HVAC. Yeah, working. I've had a lot of fans ask me about this. Like, they were very concerned, like, oh no, is MCW closing? And I'm like, no, I couldn't have made it more clear. We've been very spoiled by having an all in one facility for the last eight years. Like, and that's pretty uncommon on the Indies, you know, where we have a training center, we have a place to host birthday parties, we have a place where we run shows, we have this great podcast room. Like, there's not a lot of indies out there that have this thing. And, you know, for those of us who are those that are new fans, they don't know that we did this for years. Yeah, we, we were on the road for years. Yeah, I mean,
1: we, we, a lot of, right. This is probably the longest stretch we had at, like, one place as a home. It is. I think, like, the green room in Dundalk was, like, four or five years. Yeah, but even you know, then
2: we didn't have the training center. No, you know, you we, we never yeah, had We kind it of in fell
1: one. into this. We kind of fell into it. And that's the other thing. A lot of, you know, like, I, I just I tried to stress because a lot of people are like, or are they screwing you and like no no? It like look, it was um I'm in real estate, I've been in real estate mm-hmm. 18 years. When we took over that when we moved in there eight or nine years ago, the shopping center was very dilapidated and um oh and, and empty. And I kind of knew over the last couple of years, as we would see like major chains like Dunkin' Donuts and all start coming in, mm-hmm. I knew eventually like big box stores were gonna start coming in. And that's essentially what happened. And there's some big box stores, I guess, coming into the shopping center. So it was a, a mutual, um, you know, we it, it wasn't we didn't we weren't screwed over. We right. weren't we kind of we were You know, told back in June or July this might be happening because they had a couple major national chains talking to them about coming in here. So it's yeah, a, it's, it has
0: a lot to do also with I feel like we get a little bit of the Ring of Honor rub. You know, we're a Maryland based, you yeah, know, company yeah. and, you know, all the news has really just been about what's going on with Ring of Honor? They just had their final, you know, thing. And then a month later, we're talking about our last yeah, thing. Right. You know? Yeah, so- well,
1: and I did hear a lot of people say that. Oh, my God, Ring of Honor, and now you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I tried to be clear on our announcements, but, you know, yeah. and even with Ring of Honor, I mean, we still talk to them. As, I mean, you know, uh, it's it's. I think they're just really on a hiatus, and yeah. I think they'll be back based on, you know. I, I- hope so. Yeah, I I said they're really an important part of the ecosystem of pro wrestling. Oh my gosh! Yeah. What what other what promotion? You know, when you look around at like AEW and WWE, like the national stars, how many there's like almost all the top, a lot of the top guys on both promotions were Ring of Honor guys were had their name nationally made in Ring of Honor. So. I think that it's, I think that they are, I, you know, there's, of course there's the the Twitter conspiracy theorists like, Oh, they're going away. But I, I, from, you know, from what I know, and not that I have any more inside knowledge than anybody else, but I think they are just, you know, regrouping that, you know, like a lot of big companies, they got hit hard financially. Um, They took care of all their talent, their contracted talent for a year and a half when they had no business and the whole thing was shut down. So I think it's more of them just kind of revamping and, Kind of reconfiguring, um, and then they reboot. And I, I hope it yeah. is because they're an important part of the pro wrestling ecosystem. I think.
2: Yeah. So. so, Megan, you you made your debut just recently, right? In 2018. So you've been working what about three years now?
3: Um, or, yeah. So it's three, been around yeah, three three and a
2: half three, years. Three and a half years. Yeah. So. You're getting out there. You're working in a lot of places now. Are you finding that there are a lot of places to work?
3: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm from Connecticut, but I started wrestling in Kentucky uh, at OVW Mm -hmm. um, just because, like, whenever I was younger growing up, like, a lot of my favorites had come from there. So I just thought that was, like, the thing you do. You know, (laughs) you just go to OVW and then you're signed. Like, as an 8-year-old, you know, you don't really get it. But um, then whenever I actually decided to do it when I was 19, I just... I mean, I knew about the OVW school in Kentucky, mm-hmm. so I just up and moved, and um, I was there for a little bit, and I feel like it was a really great place to start, but around, and I, I did do some shows in, like, the Kentucky, Indiana, Tennessee area, but it's just, it's a lot different there, mm-hmm. and they're a lot more spread out. I feel like since coming back north, like, um, I officially, like, came back, I came back May 9th for a show, and just, like, get in the ring a little bit with Damian Adams, and I was supposed to stay for two weeks, and I just never went back. Um, But, yeah, up north, it's so much – like, everything's so much closer. There's so much Mm -hmm. more to offer, I feel like.
1: So did – maybe I missed this. Did you – were you living in Kentucky, or you moved down there to go to OVW?
3: I moved there for OVW. So initially, I was just going to go for the two-month beginners class with Matt Capitelli, and then I was going to move back to Connecticut for a little bit. And some of my friends were moving to Florida. I figured, okay, I would go with them and try to, like, figure out the wrestling scene there. But um, once I kind of, like, you know – dip my toes in the wrestling pool, I kind of realized that wasn't the route I was gonna take. So I stayed in Kentucky a lot longer. I got I got a lot of I feel like knowledge and stuff from OVW, from Rip Rogers, Matt Capitelli, um, and a lot of like the other Al Snow, Doug Basham. They they taught me a lot. And wow. it was a really yeah, great those are some start. names you're rattling off right <laughs> yeah. there. Like seriously. I mean they they definitely know their stuff. And I feel like I was really grateful because um the way it was so structured, like it was like, okay, this is the beginner's class and we're all beginners. And this day we're learning this and this day we're learning that. Whereas a lot of places you're just kind of thrown in there. I think mm-hmm. most places.
2: Yeah we, yeah. we have the same kind we of, have structure the same
3: type of structure, yeah. which is
1: important. And, and, but look, you, as quickly as you've come along, that probably has a lot to do with it from someone that's been doing this 30 years, um, and been pretty successful with a school and students. And also, I think, um, it's, a. Uh, it's so important and it, it, it means so much. There's so, and I, you know, I, I hate seeing so many like junky schools, but if there's 500 schools, there's probably only like 25 of us that are like that. You know what yeah. I mean? They no, kind it of was break so people and It's such too. a big difference. Right.
3: Even, even at, um, so now I train under Damian Adams and that's really where I feel like it was helpful too, because he trained under rip. So it was a little bit different. Um, you know, Did maybe more modern rip? if you will, if you'll say that, but, um, it was not like the most dramatic change because he knew what I knew. He learned the same way that I learned, so it was, it's kind of easy, like an easy transition. Um, but I feel like yeah, my biggest problem at OVW was just there wasn't a lot of females. There's way more right. up north. Yeah, yeah, and
1: it's you mentioned Damian Adams. That's um, it's funny because like when I I noticed you, like I I kind of started took back over the booking of MCW like a year or so ago when Bruiser passed away. And, you know, any time I hadn't done it for years, but anytime time there's like a transition in that people focus different people focus on different things. And I had talked to like Tara and was like, hey, I want to I really want to like put a lot more focus on our women's division than we ever have. So I started looking and then I kind of saw you caught my eye.
3: Oh, well, thank you. And
1: um, <laughs> like because of your presence and everything. But that was like one of the things I think I can't remember. Maybe it was Jeff Jones, someone. And I was like, hey, this girl mate And they're like. Yeah, that's a Damien Adams girl. And that, like, at least from people I deal with and promoters and all, that's like a good sign because it's like he's done. Yeah, I I, I think so too. No, no, it's, and that's what it was like. You kind of hear, oh, that's a Damien Adams girl. You know that she's, she's a good, you know, he's, 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 um, he's broken in a lot of girls and worked with a lot of girls that have, that have, um, really done good so that was it. Yeah, yeah i mean
3: he's trained like a lot of men too like he's he's definitely the most known for
1: yeah it seems females. like he's known like yeah. the damien adams girls like oh then she's she knows her stuff she's yeah. gonna be solid yeah. isn't
0: that interesting that some um even agents work best with the girls like i believe mm-hmm. like um fit finley um, right. who we all know is such a like belfast mm-hmm. brawler yeah. you know and having those real like bare tumble. knuckles type yeah, of guy, yeah. But when it came to the girls in the back of WWE, he, found, yeah. him, he was their agent. You and know, you for,
1: hear a lot of the girls say, like, he just connected him. with them, yeah, yeah connected yeah, with them, so. and really. And you even hear him talk, like, yeah, he he ended up. It was kind of different for him, but ended up finding his like groove to where exactly. he like, really.
2: My yeah. my trainer that had the most influence on me was Axel Rotten. When yeah. when he took over training the girls, everything like I just clicked with him. You know, I mean, like I. Felt like for the first time, it really. Made I don't. Sense. It made sense, yeah. And just working with him, like I didn't, I wasn't stressed out, like you know. And he had that reputation, and like with the being girls, a barbed wire guy, exactly. and, I was, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. and I should have been like scared to death, and I was just like, oh yes, it's Wednesday, Axel night, you know. Like I, I liked it. Like for me, it was it turned it around for me because it was not going well. Yeah. So don't always judge a book by its cover, yeah. you know. You you see, never you know. Ian Adams
0: and you know axel Rodden and other mm-hmm. fit finley you know
1: and so will you because I, I said one of the other things that caught was like your presence you know when i like looking at girls just your presence in the ring which sometimes it takes girls and guys it takes them years to kind of develop but that was to me what i noticed as a promoter i'm like man this girl her presence is like, you have a presence of like a star, like, you know, for a lot of times when people are green, it, it takes a while for them to, it it's almost like a, confidence. Me a second. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost Whenever like I a confidence, first started,
3: yeah. it was like, you know, how everybody is when they're new, like their minds going a million miles a minute. Yeah. And, you know, of course I was nervous. I still get nervous, but, um, I feel like in general, like the way that I carry myself in my day to day or through the gym, like, okay, like that's one of the places I'm the most confident is in the gym. I started off being nervous. I didn't know what I was doing, you know, but, Then eventually, once I got the hang of it, I was like, no, like I deserve to be here. You're in my way. Like, (laughs) You know what I mean? I feel like carrying that over into wrestling, it's like, even when I'm nervous, it's like, you know, I deserve to be here just as much as anybody else. So, like, look at me, you know? Uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, no, the presence, it did take me a second. At first, it was like, I was big. I was something that caught people's eye. But, I don't know, once I got in the ring, I... It was just weird. Like, I didn't know what I was doing, really. But once I figured it out, you know, everything kind of fell into place. Yeah. I got to say, from
0: Mm -hmm. somebody that is often dressed to the nines for my role, your gear uh, is, to me, (laughs) an instant confidence booster. Kind of like when we had Keikoa. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, that regalia, if you will, that you, you enter the ring with has you holding your head high you know or else it'll be tipping all over the place so that oh, yeah. translates into like also the the entrance music you use as well i just want to say like i had goosebumps in the ring at your debut at uh you know in october at Good, monster that's Mad. what i was
3: going for well maybe it
0: was those long stairs that you had to descend you like you were coming from mount olympus you know yeah, but that, that was looked... actually perfect it was too. very it theatrical was, oh my gosh it, it was really a great was. debut and i was glad to be able to bring you out for the first time here to mcw pro uh how long before you kind of honed in on Megasys that kind of persona that is taking, you know, the wrestling world by storm right now? Well you, did you you didn't start that way, oh, did you? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um well during Like you know the whole pandemic and everything that's when i kind of took time to be like okay like for a while i've wanted to do a kind of like goddessy thing like Mm -hmm, i had been thinking mm -hmm. about it putting some stuff together but like i was already wrestling at obw as just kind of this plain jane girl like just some big girl you know what i mean Right, right so it was and like the fan base there is kind of consistent weekly so like they already knew who i was i didn't know what the best transition was and Over the pandemic, that was the easiest way to do it because it was such a big break. I had all the I wasn't doing anything. So I had all the time in the world to really get everything together and like try stuff on and take some pictures and do some photo shoots and stuff and figure stuff out. So once the like things lifted and wrestling Mm -hmm. started back up again, I was still in Kentucky and I was like thinking about going back to OBW, But I felt like I my character wasn't ready yet. Like my presentation, I want to say. Right. Um. I like, I knew how to carry myself. I knew how I wanted to be perceived, but my, my presentation wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So eventually, like, I I didn't know exactly where I wanted to get back in the ring at, and I reached out to Damien because I had trained there for a few months and then ended up moving back to Kentucky. Um, And, I mean, he welcomed me back with, like, open arms, and I was able to get in the ring with all the other girls and stuff, and he was kind of the first one to be like, okay, no, like, I know. You think you're not ready because it's been a whole, whatever, year and a half from the pandemic, but you're ready, and he... He got he, at first he was a little skeptical of the whole goddess thing, but he mm-hmm. got behind it. And then with his help, I feel like it did really take off. The name Megasis, actually, though, came from my friend's mom. So obviously my name is Megan, and I wear that headpiece like a Pegasus. And I posted some picture and my friend's mom was like, You should call yourself Megasis. Like like a Pegasus. <laughs> that's yeah. That's and weird. I was like, That's weird. No, I hate it. And then like <laughs> literally two days pass and I was like that's, like, kind of cool, actually. It
0: happens organically sometimes <laughs> yeah. that way. Like, a friend's sometimes. mom will just put something together, Meg and a sis, and there you have it. I think it, it cuts glass, honestly.
3: Yeah, and I felt like, you know, Megan Bain is like a person, but Megasus. <laughs> That's the <a> goddess. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, but I like
2: it, too. I did to tell
3: you a funny story about that. So, like, when I saw
2: your name, like, Megasus, like, I immediately got the connection between Pegasus, right? Well, my 11-year-old son, he was reading over my shoulder, and he's like... Who's mega sus? And I was like, Oh, like so, you know, because all the kids say sus. Yeah, you know, oh. he's like, Who's mega sus? <laughs> so I was like, No, no, no. So now I can't That's unsee so that. Yeah. Like, now every time no, I, I get the chance, I'm like, sometimes mega sus, mega, mega <laughs> sus. Yeah. No, That's <laughs> No, that was my that was my hey
3: i'm with it if it's catchy okay. well that's the thing
2: if it connects with people and they remember it you, that's the point right? fire exits like that's
1: 85 that's, <laughs> of the fire, of the battle fire right fire and yeah. that's uh-huh. the one thing that one as, as a promoter you know um you try to and i try to explain that to the young guys and girls breaking in like it it really it's the difference maker you mm-hmm, know right um it's a i always use comparison in like names you know when guys, you guys come off TV. From a promoter standpoint, there's a hundred and fifty guys that come out of WWE. Some of them with, without, um, with a couple of years of WWE television, but they never had anything flashy. You know what I mean? And you'll put them on shows; they won't sell a ticket. People don't remember them, but. Five years after he's been off TV, I can throw Boogeyman on a poster <laughs> at a high school, <laughs> and, and it's. Yeah, I mean, seriously, he's got a hundred people in line. He's got a hundred people sure. in line. You know what I mean? It's and I'm like, because they remember mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's and it's something that some people never. You know, it's great to be really good and flashy and have a bunch of different moves, but at the end of the day, especially long term, to make a career. Right. It's those things that really connect that stand yeah. out that make people remember.
2: Sometimes I'll read you. the list of people who have been released and I'm like I, know, I don't know too. who you are. And then I like look them up and I'm like you don't even stand out to me. It right? happens I, to me too. Yeah. Like that
1: list of 30 people get released and I'll know two of them. Right. who are 28 of these people? <laughs>
2: Because <laughs> it just, bit, it
1: just you know, and then you we, know they like, never, never, And if split. you
2: look them up, then they wind up like they almost all look the same. Like they have that same like nondescript look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they could have swa- swapped them out for one or the other, and I'd have never known the difference. Yeah, and that's that being able to have a distinct look and something that people will remember you with is important. And yeah. I got
1: to imagine that even today, mm-hmm. even probably more so than it has been in the past, because now there's three thousand other things taking your attention. Yeah. With social media, oh, like gosh, people's yeah. attention span are so short, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's probably even more so nowadays to really connect long term, you know, in the business. You really need that something that's going to make mm-hmm. people remember you. So,
0: indeed.
1: well, you're really breaking out I see, like you're doing beyond you're doing a lot of like what, what seems to be like the trajectory upwards for people to to make it as they start working for all the top indies. You yeah, I mean, I'm trying to keep as busy of
3: a schedule as I can. You know, I am definitely a person of, like, repetition and stuff. I'm obsessive-compulsive. Like, I want to be busy every single day if I could. So that's the goal right now as many, you know, promotions and stuff that I can get in front of a new audience, work a new opponent, kind of, you know, figure out stuff that way. Like,
1: You've I'm done some do AEW Dark, too. Have yeah, you done them? Yeah, I
3: have done some of that, too. So. Yeah, have you— okay oh, go you ahead. Go, Tara. No, go <laughs>
2: ahead i was just gonna ask if you had a favorite opponent that you've worked so far in you know all of these dates you've taken well of course
3: um no i do have a couple i really really love to work with masha i just feel like i don't know she brings it and i like that <laughs> especially like you know being bigger it's like i like someone who i don't know stands there like stands their ground holds their own and she's definitely one of those people um and she's like she's tough too. Like she she hits hard, but she could take it too. And mm-hmm. that's that's one of my favorite things. I just I feel comfortable in there and it's like, you know, I feel like we're both competitive people too, so it's like we both just wanna one up the other one. Mm-hmm. I I do love working with Masha. And I like I liked working with um Max, the impaler too. I feel like that was mm-hmm. a good yeah like size dynamic, both very different, you know, presentation and stuff. But I love working with Max. We actually had we recently, or a couple months ago, had a match um, at Beyond, but we had, when we were both way newer, we had like a mini little storyline at OVW, too, so that's where I had met her, so it was cool to be able to work with her again. Um, yeah, I guess, and uh, of course, I like to work with Davian, too. She's another one that brings it. I, I think she was two Beyond shows ago, I worked with Davian. Davian? Kind of
0: huh
1: Yeah. Who's, what's her, who's that?
3: Oh, she's a New England
0: girl. She's been Is around she... for a while. I, I know the other two.
1: I know mm-hmm. the other two. Max, she was living up here, I guess when, then when things with Ring of Honor, I guess she she moving back to like Ohio. Yeah, she was yeah, on one, one of
2: our shows. Yeah, yeah, I know she yeah, I yeah,
1: I her. liked her, but then that's when she was like moving mm-hmm. she moved. We were gonna start using her, I guess, more, but then I guess when everything changed with Ring of Honor. Um but she stand out too. She yeah. stand out too with yep. that gimmick. It definitely you know, she jumps out.
3: Oh so for is, sure. Is yeah. she
1: doing beyond now too?
3: Um, yeah, I think she's on this uh, this show tomorrow.
1: So beyond, and then like, what is it? There's a one in Chicago. Is it A A W and a i w? There's
0: a a w yeah, and a i w couple in Chicago
1: yeah. that are good indies. Are you doing anything out there?
3: Um, I've worked for CSW in Chicago, but I have yet to work for the other two. I've I've wanted to work for AAW, but I've just you know I don't really know like too many people out there but i just i want to wrestle like in as many states and then hopefully you know countries as possible i yeah. i really want to take advantage yeah. of this career path i've chosen and travel as much as i can well <laughs>
1: you seem to be on that trajectory because yeah. you're start you're getting with all the time i think you know i've always thought that's the trajectory i think is the you know there's 500 indies out there but there's you know 30 the, the beyond 30, yeah. 30, yeah. 30 yeah. of us that are probably like really respectable mm-hmm. and good that you you know and you seem to be kind of getting out there so
0: so now you're being seasoned. Yeah, You're being, being seasoned. seasoned up before you get sent on up to the bigs, as they call it. I, I don't think it'll be too much longer <laughs> for you, honestly.
2: Now, when you're not wrestling, what do you like to fill your time with? Like, do you I have mean,
3: a- I'm kind of boring. Mostly just the gym. Um, <laughs> okay. Since I've been back up north, I've spent a lot more time with like my family and friends and stuff. Obviously, I train with some people in Jersey that I've gotten a lot uh, closer mm-hmm. with. My family's from Connecticut, so I'll like, see my sisters. I have a couple brothers, too. I like my Know parents and stuff, um, but most of the time it's just the gym, the gym and wrestling is all you're <laughs> really do. So, what does your family
1: think about wrestling?
3: Um, they're definitely very supportive. Um, they're not the biggest like wrestling fans, yeah. <laughs> so they're not like you know, I'm not gonna come home and they're like watching Raw or Smackdown or something, just oh, yeah. not how they are, but they do come to my shows and they support and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, my sisters are very girly, so they'll come they don't love it my my parents like it though my mom used my mom and my dad both were fans when um they were younger and stuff and my stepdad i don't know if he was a fan but he likes to watch me so that's something
1: (laughs) yeah my fan my i mean that family's always weird that's easily easily one way or the other like my mom was supportive my dad hated it but then my dad eventually came
2: around Mm mm-hmm yeah Yeah. my mom never has watched never watched me wrestle ever like she came years and years later when I was ring announcing but she never when I was wrestling would come now my dad would but my mom would. was your mom nervous or something yeah she's just like oh I just can't watch you get hurt and I was like well I'm not gonna get hurt you know and she's like (laughs) I just can't watch it meanwhile
1: and then then, then Tara broke her neck and then I broke my neck and (laughs) that was a fun
2: phone call so mom remember when you said you didn't want me to get hurt yeah but like my family had watched wrestling and that's how I grew up watching it and then I was so surprised when they were like you're doing what yeah <laughs> but you're right Dan like family can just go either you know the ones you think are going to support us don't or vice versa and you know so it's good that you're getting that support from your oh family. yeah for sure That's I would awesome. say like
3: one of my biggest supporters is my grandmother she oh, yeah? whenever I like send her a match she watches it if she can watch it um like online somehow she mm-hmm. will sometimes she needs a little help setting up I mean she's not like super old or anything but she doesn't really get down with the computer scene <laughs> yeah Um, she does like, she does cringe. Like she thinks I'm like going to get hurt or something, but you're always going to be
0: her grandbaby. Like, look at me. You think someone's going to
3: hurt me? Uh, Yeah. Right. (laughs)
1: I I had my first match when I was 19. This was my second match. And, um, I won't tell you the year, so I do not disclose my age (laughs) here, but Chad Slavinsky at the Catonsville show, Chad Uh Austin. Did you hear my grandmother hit him with a purse? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, that's, that's my amazing. grandmother. Was like
1: my grandmother was like in her 80s, and then like she didn't get like I wanted to introduce her like to Chad, and because he had like jumped me and yeah. beat me up and like mm-hmm. hit me with a pool stick afterwards and this and that. My grandmother, freaking, she wasn't having she wasn't it. Having it. <laughs> yeah. she was like in her 80s. Like asked Chad about it, whacked him with the person and like my, like what is the real doing? one? That's a, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's why. Like that's why <laughs> that's my grandmother was. Like, my grandmother was supportive, too. So supportive. She assaulted um, the guy I wrestled when I tried to introduce <laughs> her to him. That is like, beautiful. no, you don't, never mind. Just like, Chad was like, you didn't care. <laughs> he like, would like, care. You know, right. Right? He was, he had probably had a couple. I was going to say, play. it depends
2: how many he had left in his cooler. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. yeah, he was fine.
2: Well, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we'll keep talking about this and some other topics. So stay with us and we'll be right back. Fuel the MCW cast by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash Cast, And
0: for just $3, you can buy the cast a coffee. Or you can choose to become a member of the cast for just $5 a month and get several additional perks. That's buymeacoffee.com slash Cast. And we are back here live in studio with our special guest, Megasys, Megan Bain. Now, Megan, with 2022 right here at the very beginning of the year, what are some of the goals that you have for, you know, 2022 after getting out of this pandemic year?
3: Um, I think I kind of said, like, the main one earlier. I want to be able to travel as much as I can. I want to wrestle in as many states in front of as many different audiences. And I really do. I really want to go to Japan and wrestle in another country. I haven't done that yet. Which I really want to do. And then also... um, to date, I really I haven't done like any intergender or anything wrestling. Which oh. I would really like to, you know. You haven't done dabble. any of that. No one's like wow. beyond
1: because they do a lot of that. They haven't. They've
3: asked. You on? I've just I don't know. Kind of avoided it, but I don't know. I feel like I personally feel like okay through like middle school and high school, I was an amateur wrestler, mm-hmm. and so I was like a real life intergender wrestler because no kidding, really. there was never a girl on the other team that was my weight class. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I was always tall, so, like, the lightest I ever was was, like, 138 or the 145 range, which was my freshman year. Um, They didn't really do such specific weight classes in middle school, but my freshman year, I was, like, I think it was I think it was 138. And if there was a girl on the other team, she would be, like, a 106 or a 113, and that was never me. Like, I weighed that when I was, like, 10. <laughs> so, it was always against the guy. I'm, like, I'm not saying, you know, I won them all, but I definitely didn't lose them all either. So, okay. going forward, mm-hmm. I would like to bring that into my pro wrestling career so i look
1: i and you know people agree to disagree but i there's like i'm 50 50 on it in the sense of i still think there's a believability issue and i think um but i think like there's i think with you like it's completely a uh, you and a guy having a match is completely believable you know what i mean i mm-hmm. think it's all in presentation or how it's done that's yeah, why I'm, sho- I'm shocked that you haven't done it because yeah. to me Like, I think you're the perfect girl, too. You know what I mean? I've
3: just been hesitant because, like, you know, not that my coaches and stuff have been against it, but they're just not the biggest fans because it is so easy for it to, you know, not really resonate or or to go bad. But, I don't know. Going forward, it's like I've I've wrestled a lot of different girls and stuff, and I want to continue that, but I haven't really – Really touch the scene with like any of the guys, and um, there's a lot of talented men out there yeah. that I would like to. Yeah. Get I mean, there's get in there tons with.
2: of 150 pound cruiserweights right. out there, and you know. And <laughs> <And> I'm bigger <laughs> than that. <them. laughs> right? Like you could, that could be a believable and 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 compelling and engaging match to watch. You yeah, know, and, yeah. And
1: uh, you're probably everybody that you have that is your foundation of the people that you've laid out have helped you, or like I have the same mentality because I was broken the same way, and I break people in the same way, so I can understand. Where I'm, I'm the same way, like hesitant of it, but it's like it, to me, it's got to be right. It's, mm-hmm. you know, some people just do it on every show and with everybody, and I'm like, yeah. you know, so I, I completely understand where it's kind of like right place, right time, right people.
3: Yeah, for sure.
1: But mm-hmm. you know, I definitely think um, you're someone that, that Yeah, when you said I had, not I was like, I'm surprised because Beyond does them a lot, right? They do a yeah, lot they
3: have. Um, I mean the promoter over there drew he has asked me before if i wanted to do some and i just was like i didn't say no because if it was presented to me you know i'll i'll do it but i just was kind of like yeah like on the fence about it mm-hmm. um mostly just because i didn't want to like step on any toes with my coaches and stuff because i've always even in obw i used to push so hard like okay I've, there's there's three girls on the roster i've wrestled them a million times can i please wrestle a guy and they would not like they're like no like we don't we don't really do that here we're on like mm-hmm. um i think it was like a christian Channel or something, so they can't really promote like man on women violence. Yeah, you know what? That's
1: weird, but you deal with all those sort of things. Like, I've had it, you know. Um, remember when I mean, and it's weird, like, you never know who it is. Like, a couple years ago, to me, like, wrestling's wrestling when you did it. Like, Devon Dudley did the spot with where he hit like did the flying headbutt on Jess. Oh, yeah, and it was like Devon Dudley in a name, but man, we had people like there was like three or four sets of parents, and like, this lady was wanted to like, she was going to send us to the papers and <laughs> oh my how God. dare you guys have <laughs> that guy assault. And I was like, it was just Devon Dudley to the right. spot, like 500 people went crazy when he did it. But yeah. for whatever reason, yeah. we had like two or three people like, and moms that were just so livid, like, how do you have to, I can't believe my kids watched him assault her, I'm like, <laughs> he just did a flying headbutt,
0: <laughs> yeah. like, it was, yeah. you know what I
1: mean, it was and the it, Dudley's, it was a Dudley's,
0: and spot. it wasn't to, like, um, actually hurt her, right. if no. I remember correctly, it was like,
1: no, it was, it was that, and typical, she was interfering and, in right. you know what I mean, yeah, and and she, was hers, yeah, she was it, getting hers, and she was getting hers, and Devon Dudley was doing it, so. That usually makes it okay when it's a big star. That yeah, just yeah. Like, you know, like um, when Rob Van Dam came out and dropped like that F-bomb that one time. And it's like, we've always had a family show. and like, oh, oh, I, I remember that. Yeah, Rob Van Dam was like, you know, the whole f You know what I mean? Or, right. Like everybody chanted along with it. Nobody complained. I'm like, <laughs> right. just because it was Rob Van Dam, it was yeah. okay. I
2: you know remember being yeah. able to do the intergender matches, though, at the at Fort Meade. Remember? We could do yeah. them there. I remember we did a few of them. I I. Was in one with April Hunter and um, Kelly Bell, Slick Wagner Brown. Brown. Yeah, Yeah, I remember that.
1: The state and Maryland, the commission was against. Right, and then
2: so we could do it on base because they had no athletic commission. I remember that. Well, and then in the
1: last couple of years, what's changed and what's backed the commission off of it to allow it is essentially culture yeah with chan tran- transgender rights and all that stuff and then i would right. bring that up to pat you know the commission and just like, have an honest conversation do you want to be it.
2: checking what's below the belt yeah. or not so like <laughs> like i'd say like
1: what like how can you you know what i mean i guess and he spoke with legal and then yeah. he just kind of stopped like oh we we're gonna do a girl versus a guy or whatever mm-hmm. and he just kind of stopped talking about it right because yeah. <laughs> it used to be like yeah it's not only that but if like we wanted to do any type of mixed tag like and there was a girl and a guy. Like you can never have the guy in the ring with the girl. Right. Like, State yeah. Of Maryland was against it. So that that was when you know when we do we wanted to do different tag stuff or just do different things to do something different on a show. But yeah, kind of culture mm-hmm. well, has I, changed the commission and kind of got them to back down. So like you know, I like, remember hey, you might be in a situation where you know you're. Discriminating against somebody, yeah,
3: equality, yeah, right. right? But it helps, you know what I mean. And
1: then and and Pat just kind of was like, "All right, I'm just going to stop touching it." Yeah. But you're
2: right about the like the culture and the mentality. Like I remember this was probably what like eight years ago. Jerry Lawler picked me up for the pile driver here, remember? And I yeah. had that dress on, and I always wear shorts under a dress. Oh, People lost their minds yeah. in the comments. They were just like, you know, he should be banished. Yeah, he and, I like, and... and I was like, I was like, what? Well, the... That's what Devon did with Jess, right? The three you know? kiss spots in the match didn't just. Disturb you? Like mm-hmm. the yeah, only like thing, like the fact that the seventy-year-old man is putting like this, like, <laughs> you, like that part? Was okay. Yeah, but I'm up here as yeah. a pile driver, and you, you're, and they lost their minds over it. But I, occasionally, that'll show up on like a flashback Friday, or it'll be like a, a throwback Thursday post or something. And the comments are so much different now than what they were when that happened. So yeah. there is definitely this cultural shift like have you felt that too like it shows that you're working around the country and stuff that like people are just accepting of oh, intergender sure. matches yeah. transgender
3: matches all of that oh my gosh yes especially yeah. like, as of recently it's so much more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, you know
1: the, it's funny that you say that because when i've seen like the kiss spots on a show with a guy and a, you mm-hmm. know girl i've always the for years i've thought that and i'd say of all the things i wonder why it doesn't <laughs> offend people that, like, at where in the anywhere else in the world would it be okay for a guy to <laughs> grab a girl and just kiss her and, and everybody cheers? Yeah. <laughs> I, but, like, in a wrestling yeah. show, and I always wondered. I'm like, why is that something people cheer for? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, but it is. And it's just something like, yeah, the place, I guess, I just always wondered. And like, another hey, thing people. you
2: don't see that often anymore is, like, the spanking spots. The spanking that, spots, which, right. I was on the receiving end. I could tell. Yeah. There's a list of people who have spanked me. But, um, <laughs> no. Well, this...
1: <laughs> that's because I outlawed them after Renee and Christian York. <laughs> Yeah, I, it, it, yeah well, I mean, we but, almost we were went soft porn.
2: Well, the last time we <laughs>
3: ah, did the last no time that, we did one, no more spanking.
1: Oh, no, nope. Michelle, you know her name, Michelle. Yeah, she <laughs> was it was her first show because we she started with us. Oh, that's right. And she was, um, she was, she we talked with her about it when she was on here. She had didn't know anything about wrestling. She literally got found. She got found by that guy Dwayne Gilberg Gil, Gil, Gil. at a baseball game because she's a model and she was beautiful and he like you got to come to the show, and he's like, you got to use this girl, Dan. She's freaking beautiful, but she never watched wrestling. She didn't know, and she was willing to try it. So I was like, all right, well, you're a beautiful girl. I'll send you out there and put her Get in the match. <laughs> well,
3: no, 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 see here,
1: I didn't, no, that's the thing. I didn't, I didn't, the Chris, you know Christian
3: York? I don't think we've ever he's met him. He's been none.
1: around, Christian's been around forever, one of the most talented guys, him and Joey Mercury, they were in OVW together. Christian's one of them guys that should have, been a mega star like for whatever reason yeah, they, i don't know why he wasn't but anybody i'm sure damian adams and all you bring up al snow christian york to him they so talented so good things just for whatever reason they never worked out for him but he should have been a star So, he was always, like, one of my guys that I helped out, too. So, like, anything I ever put him in, I just trusted him, let him do whatever. He decided to implement the spanking spot. (laughs) And because she was a model and she had this, like, skirt on, she didn't know anything about wrestling. She had a... (laughs) Very thin thong on, but the thong had disappeared in her butt.
0: Basically. Yeah, as they do. You know, as they do. Mm-hmm. You know, they by, job, by the you time
1: know. he pulls her in the ring and spanks her and pulls her skirt up at a show where there's you know three or four hundred people and two hundred of them are kids, lots of kids. You know, um, and he pulls her skirt up. It looks like she's naked. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It looks like she and the crowd, like on the one side of the building, because I was on the opposite side. You see the one side of the building. I just see a whole bunch of faces. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god, and Christian's spanking her, and then the commission lost their mind. Yeah, sure, yeah, they like
0: she's naked.
1: <laughs> so uh-huh. You got a and naked
0: woman out there
1: giving people was, what they, they want to see. Right? <laughs> like, This isn't a porno, <laughs> and I'm going, I didn't know he was going to do that. Christian's like, Man, I know she ain't have no underwear, on there. <laughs> right? Right, right, yeah, <laughs> and it was so after that, yeah, it was. that was what, like 2000.
2: We did a spank or... spot, though, after that, because did it was we? me. It was oh. me, Joey Matthews, put oh, it well, together. See Joey, 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 yeah, the Joey. better half of Christian. It was at Galena. We did it at the fire, the, the fire see, hall in Galena. There, so Joey puts this in, and I wind up getting spanked by Greg Excellent, Ryan McBride, and my ex-husband, the Bruiser. <laughs> all in the ring, and it was one of those things where I'm, I'm going, oh God, the crowd is silent. This is uncomfortable. This is so bad because it was right during the Me Too movement. So the week, oh, were it, they uncomfortable? Oh, yeah. It? So the week, well, the first I'm two were the okay. The then first they're two... like,
1: two, they're violently gang <laughs> raping <laughs> <generating> this girl, <laughs>
2: and that's <laughs> when the <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, why yes. are we? <laughs> so RJ did it, of course, with great gusto. I'm sure because, he did. Yeah, you know, he knew that he could with me, and we, you know, everything was fine. It was all completely fine. But I was like, oh the culture has changed because then the following week or two weeks later, we were at Manchester high school and Joey's like, all right, we're going to do this. Now we're going to have Molina in there. And I'm like, Joey, it's the me too time. We can't do this. And it's a high school. school. And I was like, well, I I was really scared to say something because I was like, Oh God, like everybody knows not to say something to Joey in the locker room. You know, like you just know (laughs) who those guys are that you don't go up and be like, yeah, how about we do this finish instead? And I was like, okay, deep breath, big girl pants, you've known him for 20 years, let's just go have a sit-down talk. And he's looking at me, and I can see the look in his eyes, and he's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, so maybe something else we could do? <laughs> but, but, you know, it it's just shows how wrestling, you know, responds and reacts to real life. You know, and at the time, the Me Too movement was literally everywhere. And the speaking out, I mean, like, all of that stuff was taking place, and it was the wrong time to be spanking people in a high school. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I would say right now it's probably still the wrong time to be spanking yeah, be people <laughs> in a high school. Yeah. Hey,
1: our producers, we got to take one quick break, and we'll come back for a short segment. Um, we'll get to the rest of the stuff when we come back. We'll just take a quick break.
2: Sounds good. Okay. And I think the commission needs to see. Me. Yeah. Okay. Probably All one right. of the things why we're so taking we'll a break. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we'll right All right. Well, back stay with, with us. We'll be right back. You got it.
0: Show your support for the MCW cast while sporting some great gear by going to tspring.com slash stores slash MCW cast. You can pick up a full line of official MCW cast merchandise from coffee mugs and face coverings to T-shirts and sweatshirts. Visit teespring.com stores MCWK. we're back here with our in-studio special guest, Megasys, Megan Bain. Now, Megan, I wanted to kind of pick your brain about this. We ask a lot of our guests, even though you're newer to the business, who were some of your influences in the game when you first started training, like that you kind of patterned your style behind or or maybe inspired you to incorporate things in your repertoire that you, you learned from them?
3: Um, I feel like one of the obvious ones is China. Yes. That's what I was looking for. Okay. So like I've been compared to her a lot. I mean, I'm no China, okay. But no, I definitely especially like as a kid and stuff, like, it's like she's cool, you know? Like you look at someone like her and you're like, wow, like she's tough. Like she she was she was wrestling guys, like mm-hmm. I wanna do that. I think that's cool. I'm tough, you know what I mean? Um, and then I liked Lita a lot too. Um I her, That's like mm-hmm. yeah. to flippy, high flying style. I like I mean, not not that I really do that now. But uh-huh. <laughs> it was like in my first match ever, it was like my dream to do like a moonsault for the finish. And I remember like standing on the top turnbuckle for like 15 whole minutes. I like, being like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And then I couldn't. Like I was too scared. Have you ever met Amy? <laughs> um no, I've never met her. I would
1: love to. Yeah, you will in February.
0: Yeah, she's um she's affiliated with MCW Pro and Ooh. In a lot of ways, tragically, also China, you know, because China's last, yeah, appearance. last appearance was here. Yeah,
2: it was wow. here. Um,
0: and it was a surprise to make up for that one that she missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. She came in at the last
0: minute. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I always like to know who it is that uh, I would say you. like
3: my all time favorite. Yes. Though. Maybe it's cheesy, but it's Brock Lesnar. Not <laughs> okay. cheesy at all. No, not cheesy I love at all. it. <laughs> It's also interesting for us.
1: I'm such a fan of Brock Lesnar. He made me become a UFC fan. And now I'm a big UFC fan. I have been for years, but I never, ever watched it and had people would watch it. And I was never interested. But when Brock Lesnar fought for the first, like, then Mm -hmm. and then I became. So, no, you know I mean? Brock Lesnar made me.
0: Yeah, he's not any, that's not cheesy at all. I don't even care if it's cheesy. (laughs) (laughs) It's just always interesting to us, the generational Mm -hmm. gap. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, we were all... North of 40. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so, you know, we have a lot of our guests and we're like, so around what time, you know, who was your big influence? You know, we have old timers that were ours, but. Uh, and it's funny, man. I remember, you know,
1: like. I remember being younger in the business and you'd hear people talk about like, Oh, Lou says, and I'd be Ugh. like, Oh man, you're old. Right. Right. And now, you know what I mean? It's like, it was with Layla gray or whatever. We were talking about the Godfather and the just hose like... that was from the attitude era. And she was like, who's that? Was yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I was like, that was just from the attitude
0: era. That was just it 20 years ago.
3: ago. Yeah. 21. Like my, years. like my influences and stuff don't necessarily match up with like the times that I was watching wrestling. I got into it because my neighbor, um, And his dad watched it a lot. and I would always go hang out over there. And, like, they had the network. So, he would just kind of watch whatever, you know, his dad wanted to watch or he wanted to watch. So, it was, like, a variety. You know what I mean? It wasn't, you know, I wasn't necessarily watching them, like like a uh, live action present moment but, yeah like, oh boy those are the people that i saw that's who was <laughs> See, on the now TV. i feel old because
2: you grew up watching it on the network we were watching it like glued to our tvs like, like you yeah know. like on
1: on uh, with the tv with the <laughs> antenna did. <laughs> even there it. was like, no fast Saturday forwarding
2: mornings. or pausing it was yeah. you know the sprint to the bathroom during the commercial well, when i started
1: watching wrestling in the 1980s because dave Wit. That guy that was Jack Adonis, yeah, Dave, yeah, that was a friend of my brother's, and I was eight, nine years old, came over with a VHS tape (laughs) to my house and like came downstairs and was like, You gotta watch this, you know what I mean? And he put in Hulk Hogan versus the Iron Sheik that had just happened Mm -hmm. in Madison Square Garden, and it was like, and that's when I was like, Oh, what is this stuff, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But he came over with a VHS tape and the VCR. And that's how yeah. I, yeah, that was how I, so that was, yeah, that's, I'm aiding myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I got know. a whole
2: box of VHS tapes, so. <laughs> yeah, so do
0: I, you know, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, that's, you know, it was so different back then. Like, you know, the instant access and being able to see wrestling from all over the world. Like, Larry, I know you're really big into the different promotions that are streaming and you watch all that stuff, like, the people coming up in the wrestling generation now are like spoiled, you know, oh, cuz you can watch anything. Are there any that catch your eye? You had mentioned you wanted to travel overseas, you know, and wrestle there. Are there any promotions over there that re- or anywhere that really have caught your eye? Um well, a lot of like
3: you know the girls over here that I talk to, they talk about like Stardom or Marvelous in Japan. Mm-hmm. I would love to. I mean, either any opportunity that comes my way, I really do want to wrestle in Japan. Are they? <laughs> but
1: how is that? Because I I don't follow that as much as is there is there a lot of that happening tra- happening? Not now. Not right now. now. No. no. Yeah. Shut down? I'm pretty sure okay. the country's, like yeah. shut down. Yeah. 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 Still, that it still sucks. hasn't opened back up. The
3: I think it like, was about way. to, but then like there was this new wave of stuff, so it just right. didn't. Well,
0: yeah. I will tell you, um, Masashi Takeda, a Big Japan deathmatch star, did just get over here last month, and he was on a GCW show. And ICW has two UK stars and uh, a Mexican uh, luchador. Coming here, though, right? Coming here. But not... But Americans no one has, yeah. There, that hasn't happened just yet. Because right. so.
1: I've seen okay. uh, Shaza McKenzie. Yes. Yeah. Because um, she hit me up. Because I guess she's coming over here oh. at springtime. Okay. You know, for a couple months. Um, so, that, and that's why I asked that. I was like, "Oh, is this? Are we getting there internationally again? I guess, but maybe them coming here. Mm-hmm. Yes, but us. But us going there? Not, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Nobody yeah. wants us over there. <laughs> yeah. No. wild
2: yeah, wow, COVID over there. Stay, stay where you are. <laughs> Um who would you like to wrestle in the future? I know that you mentioned the people that you've worked presently, but do you have somebody like on your list that you really would like to have a dream match with?
3: Um honestly I'm not really sure. Uh I I'm supposed to be wrestling Trish tomorrow which there was a lot of uh build up of that in WWE Plus and beyond and stuff and it just never ended up happening so I'm excited about that. Like I said I mean I would like to start doing some intergender. I don't have someone specific but i would just like to you know ease my way into that um
0: is the championship on the line for that belt tomorrow the pan-african world diaspora
3: uh i don't think so i don't think so okay.
2: i wish she would defend it more you know. <laughs> so for our listeners she means trisha dora who we yeah. had who we uh, had as a guest yeah a guest several months ago yeah she was great that mm-hmm. was that was really and
0: i can't wait to see that actually that's gonna be on beyond tomorrow Oh uh, yeah Okay, so tomorrow's New Year. Okay, okay, all Aren't right.
1: They, are they doing New Year's Eve and New Year's Day? Are they doing multiple
0: shows? They they days? they do it every year. They do it every year. Yeah. So there's
3: be- one. The, well, there's an Uncharted tonight, I think, in Worcester, and then tomorrow. Well, there's there's a bunch of different shows tomorrow. But they have a whole block.
0: On. If you look at their schedule on yeah, I right? IWTV, there's it's like all different companies doing twelve thirty-one, twelve uh twelve thirty-one. You know, January first and January second. Yeah. So
1: I saw a lot of that advertised. That's why I was. Yeah thought it's so it's it's a couple different shows it's not like the 24 hours
0: yeah it's uncharted territory and then um heavy lies to the crown which is their midnight show that goes all the way up into the new year so yeah i'm looking forward to you and trish now i okay so you mentioned that just want to throw it out there any guys that you wouldn't mind stepping into the ring with and testing or being tested by
3: i mean i really don't have anyone like specific like i said i haven't thought a whole bunch about it it was more of recent that i'm just like okay i've wrestled a lot of girls i've mm-hmm. you know i've done that already i want to wrestle some guys so i don't really have any like pressing names um i don't know i guess that's just something i have to think a little bit more about or see what opportunities come my way who would yeah. even want to wrestle me i don't know
0: <laughs> i sure wouldn't mind seeing the apex of combat lee moriarty and you tangle that probably would be a pretty <laughs> pretty banging bout i'd say well
3: hmm. let's get it booked
0: uh well de- well Denver
1: I mean,
2: Colorado look at, look at what happened with the Iron Person match you know how that came oh, yeah, about yeah. organically how yeah, that, that was... was
1: during the pandemic that was yeah and that pandemic. was
2: something that went out on tw- what, Twitter right Twitter yeah okay and you know and then next thing you knew Pro that... Wrestling
0: Illustrated sponsored it yeah and the match the match was made right so, so you never know I just <laughs> fantasy booking myself yeah, you, might have you just
3: know spoken it into existence well, <laughs> if,
0: if Denver Colorado the man not the place is listening. You heard it right here the <laughs> CW cast we want to see Lee Moriarty base versus Megan Bain. And coming up
1: in February, who and maybe see what kind of confrontation we can work up between Lita and Megan Bain. Oh, we'll have yeah, to see. Ya. Right on. Two winter blast <laughs> shows coming up, and two conventions. Yeah, yeah. Coming up in February fifth and sixth.
2: That's I was going to talk about that. Well, yeah. yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, no, you did. So, um, you know, we we just finished up last call here at the MCW Arena. Um, that was this past weekend, and now we'll be moving to. We're looking towards February for our next shows. We've got big ones lined up. Uh, Celeb Fest three is coming uh, to Hollywood and to Glen Burnie, Maryland. So it's a two-day convention with Thank a show you. that evening. So I, the, it, the the lineup is star-studded for sure, both at the convention and our shows. We're still putting all that together. You're going to see a lot of really great things. And, um, of course, you can get tickets um, at HideawayCollectibles.com. Or Hideaway Collectibles, sorry. You can stop in there in person and get it, or you can go to MCWProWrestling.com. But, Dan, where can they get tickets for CelebFest?
1: I would say still go to mcwprowrestling.com okay. because we have all the links on there.
2: Okay. A little banner. Because um, it's just know?
1: differently. Because obviously with the massive amount of stars, um, I, mm-hmm. you know, some people don't understand the convention racket. But, diff- you know, you got like MJF and you got Hall yeah. and Nash. And, and, I mean, we're bringing Jerry in. Jerry the King Lawler. Jerry the King Lawler. And and we're bringing in Lita and Leo Rush and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so Leo will be there? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's coming in Sunday. He's got dark tapings on Saturday. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's, there's different links for a lot of people asking about like pre-buying, say MJF. Well, there's a a whole vendor you got to go through, but we got all the links. If you go to our website, you can find all the links if you're, you know, for whoever you wanted to pre-buy, um, meet and greets for, um, as well as tickets to get in to the, either the convention or the shows, because both the conventions and the shows are going to be stacked. So you're going to have a good time. You should probably come to both.
2: Yeah, definitely. All right. All well, right. well so I think that's that a wrap. Well, yeah, we're all trying to wrap right now. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for joining, joining us. Yeah. We learned a lot. It was very enlightening. <laughs> thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. All right, well. All
1: right. We'll see you next week yep. for episode
0: 52. That's right. One year
1: in. One year. In.
2: Yeah. Yay. We'll have, right. c- we can have cake.
0: I would love it. Okay.
2: And coffee. <laughs> and brownies. Special <laughs> and brownies. Ooh, 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 nice all right. Brownies. Yeah. Coming back? I might <laughs> have to. All right. See you next week.
0: You, you!